Hello, and welcome to Get Hutched With Us, a podcast hosted by yours truly, a husband and wife duo, David and Tanika Hutchinson. That is Hutch, H-U-T-C-H, honest, uplifting talks that change hearts. Thanks for joining us. So let's jump in. Let's get hutched. Hello and welcome to episode number eight of Get Hutched With Us. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for joining us for our honest, uplifting talks that change hearts. And today's episode is called Forgive How Many Times? Great question. (laughs) Great question. In our podcast, we have four segments. We start off with Tanika's testimony time. We move into today's topic of discussion. Thirdly, we have David's diva and we end with prayer. So without any further ado, let's jump right into Tanika's testimony time. Tanika's testimony time. Hey, 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 hey. We were going two different places, but it worked out. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Sounds like our the testimony. Lord. <laughs> okay, guys. So today's testimony concerns an interesting encounter with the church. Not one here in Saskatoon. Some years ago, I had experienced, I guess you can say some kind of a rejection slash, I don't even really know the word. Yeah, just a little bit of hurt from a church that I wanted to serve in. I wanted to serve so badly. And unfortunately, there was some boxes that needed to be checked and some things that had to be done first in order for me to serve. And I had never experienced it before in my entire life. I've only heard about scenarios like that, but I myself hadn't experienced it. And It affected me in not the best way at the time, but it allowed for me to grow. I unfortunately did kind of skip a few services in the heat of it. And I want to say, I want to say that's not the way to do it. Don't do that. I wouldn't do that now. I don't encourage anybody out there that is experiencing some hurt from their local church because that's a place to serve and to honor God. And knowing that a church is full of people, made up of people, and people have flaws. Not everybody's perfect. Yeah. So through that, I, I grew, I grew from it. I'm able to share this with you all. And I was able to move on and to forgive and forgiveness and forgiving people, even people that you see as men and women of God that make mistakes and hurt you. You have to forgive them. And that's what I did. Well, thanks so much for sharing that story. Yeah. I know it's going to help a lot of people. I've personally gone through my own hurts in that way. And forgiveness is huge. It's something that we can't do in and of our own strength. Yeah. Um, forgiving family members who may have hurt relationships that went south, partners, business partners that, that you know, screwed us over. Forgiving people who, who do us wrong. Yeah. It's a big deal and it's really hard. It's something that everybody will have to struggle with and wrestle with at some point even forgiving ourselves right. for times that we've dropped the ball and we've messed up. It's not easy, but it's not impossible. Even those things that seem impossible to do in our own strength, with God, all things are possible. So let's jump right in. Let's define forgiveness. The word forgive, it means to stop feeling angry or resentful toward someone for an offense, flaw, or mistake. I loved this definition because 
it specifies that you're forgiving someone Mm -hmm. for an offense, which people can get offended and that will just fester up into so many different things, a flaw, somebody's character or whatever, and a mistake. People make mistakes whether they know it or not, and it can really affect people and we have to forgive people for mistakes. I thought that was awesome. And on top of that, it says to stop feeling angry or resentful. That was so good to me. Yeah. So if you're feeling angry or resentful, just stop. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Webster, if only with that easy, right? Right. Uh, Webster 1828, which is the best dictionary. It says that the word forgive means to pardon, to remit as an offense or debt, to overlook an offense and treat the offender as not guilty. Amazing. As not guilty. Amazing. Wow. I've experienced my own hurt from you know being let down by a leader or being let down by a community that you've invested in or you've poured into and being hurt in that regard is tough and it may feel empowering and like you have control when you hold on to unforgiveness or to a grudge towards someone but there's nothing more empowering there's nothing more freeing than letting go off the grudge, then burying the hatchet, then forgiving, then looking at your own self, doing some introspection, reflecting on your own flaws, your own deficiencies, your own offenses, the fact that you're one who needs forgiveness, the fact that oftentimes, not in every scenario, but in many scenarios, the thing that we're holding on to bitterness towards someone else, we've actually done it to someone else in in another, another scenario. So forgiveness is powerful. Forgiveness is freeing. Forgiveness is empowering. And there are some, man, we're so sensitive. We ourselves, family members, friends have gone through some traumatic, damaging things, Mm -hmm. you know, abuses, trauma, hurt, loss, death. It's hard. Hurt hurts. It hurts to be hurt. But forgiveness, oh my gosh, there's a freedom in forgiving. There's a freedom in being forgiven. Yeah. There's a freedom in forgiveness. It truly is empowering. Yeah. And um, I know it can be easy to think that when you don't forgive somebody, that it hurts the person, that it affects the person. And in some cases it can, but in a lot of cases, the person that you're holding this unforgiveness towards, which ends up being bitterness and even hatred, it can get there if it's not dealt with, like when it needs to be dealt with, it can very easily, you know, turn into something a lot more dangerous, not only for your mental, but for your spiritual. And and we'll get into that. But it's easy to feel that you're hurting somebody when really you're only hurting yourself. Mm. You're only hurting yourself. You're only damaging yourself, again, mentally, even physically, losing hair, losing weight, losing relationships. Man, so many Um, cancers are are apparently linked to bitterness and to a childhood trauma that just wasn't dealt with, processed, worked through. Yeah, it really can manifest itself in physical sickness. It's crazy because normally, well, not normally, but most of the time, again, the person that you have unforgiveness towards, they're just living their life. They probably don't even know that you are carrying this 25,000 ton baggage on your back towards one person who is just doing his thing, has no recollection, doesn't even realize that one person in this world has this type of feeling towards them, whether it's because they don't see them or because you've cut them out of their life and they don't even really realize why. And it's like, ah, maybe they're just whatever. But 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy how detrimental and how damaging unforgiveness is. It really is. And most of the time, people don't even realize that they're carrying it, but they have all these issues or they have all these, yeah, just issues <laughs> that just come from the root of unforgiveness. And you know, in that, in what Tanika just described, we're actually giving power to that person. Yeah, exactly. Power, energy, mental capacity, time, tears, stress, worry, carrying that 25,000 ton load of baggage. Yeah. Where Jesus gives us the promise of something so much more beautiful. He says, come to me, all who are heavy laden and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me and learn from me, for my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Yeah. That's the opposite of carrying bitterness. That is receiving forgiveness. Mm Mm-hmm. We're invited to extend forgiveness to those who hurt us. Yeah, we are. It's hard. It's hard. But it can be done. And when it's done by the grace of God, there's nothing better. No. There's absolutely nothing better. And I know we just went on a super positive train, (laughs) but I just want to kind of touch on the fact that unforgiveness can also be an avenue of pride especially when there are people in your circle who agree with you. Like if you feel wow. if you feel a certain way towards somebody because something they did, something they said, something that you thought they said because somebody else told you that they said it, you know the whole what's it called, the ear game, whatever it's called, Chinese whispers. <laughs> I don't know about that, but I haven't I'm not, heard. I'm, I'm not being <laughs> I've never heard that that's before. That's why it's Chinese whispers. Okay, um, you know what? Maybe that's a terrible. That's name That's a terrible name. I've never heard that before. That's why I grew up calling it as a kid. <laughs> Telephone. 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 That's so much better. Yeah, hey, okay. That British education, man. Uh, just oh, terrible. Goodness. Yeah. So I know that it can be kind of like yeah, like a prideful thing when there's other people in your ear telling you you're right. Don't forgive them. They don't deserve your forgiveness. They've done this. They've done that. They've hurt you here. They've hurt you that. They stole from me here. They did that. They beat you here. They people that are really, they have no good. They have, they're not protecting your soul. They're not protecting your future. They're not protecting you when they're giving you, like when they're feeding into that pride, to that anger, to that resentment, to those areas that literally the enemy doesn't want them to leave. Yeah. The flesh doesn't want to let go because again, it's pride. It comes from a prideful that I'm holding on to this because I am strong and I'm this and I'm that. And the purple in your ears telling you, right, girlfriend? Oh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> and really, no, you're all wrong. Yeah. You're all wrong. You need to let it go. You need to let it go. Let it go. It's a great let point. Let it go. Is it, no, is that let it snow? I don't know. No. Whatever. <laughs> That's let it go. That was close. It's let it go? That was okay. Good. <laughs> I, you know what I'm thinking? I, this is a this is a way off topic. I'm just realizing how terrible the name Chinese Whispers is for That's game. That's really bad. As a, and you know, didn't you like grow up singing Ring Around the Rosie or yeah yeah that's about that's about the black death that's about the plague isn't it oh i have no oh, idea man there's a anyway the things we just absorb as being normal and acceptable when in fact they're, pre- quite, they're pretty quite bad. bad i've never heard that before <laughs> yeah. goodness gracious but back to unforgiveness yeah you know, and, and hanging around people and finding pride in unforgiveness it goes even deeper we can find identity in our unforgiveness yeah, we, we can, can find identity in the that thing that was done to us. Mm-hmm. We can find identity in our trauma. It's damaging. And like you said, babe, it's detrimental because you become known or you identify yourself as, yeah, I'm a victim. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm that person who was molested. Yeah, I'm that person who was cheated out of a deal. Yeah. yeah, I'm that person who was left. Yeah, I'm that person who was whatever. 
it's so much better. It's so much more life-giving. It's so much more sensible to find our identity in forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah, I'm mm. a son. Yes, I'm a daughter. Yes, I'm a redeemed one. Yeah. Yes, I'm called. I'm made righteous. Yes, yeah. my, my history, my the old things are gone and my, my sins and mistakes are thrown into the sea of forgetfulness. It, yeah. uh, I'm parted from my sin as far as the east is from the west. Yeah. Yes, I'm loved. Yes, I'm a son. I'm a daughter. Mm-hmm. I'm a forgiven one. Yeah. And with that in mind, coming out of those scenarios in victory and at being victorious over them, knowing that the forgiveness is not for, it's not for the people. It's not for them. I mean, in some cases it can really help that person, especially if they know they've done wrong, but it's for you. It's for your soul. It's for your spirit. It's for your mental health. It's for your physical health. It's for you. But coming out of things in a victorious way, really show the world, show your family members, show your friends, show strangers when you tell them stories about, oh yeah, such happened to me and this is what i done this is how i came over it people are normally astonished especially if it's some deep stuff yeah. that like people would think that oh like that you can go on a, on a killing rampage because something happened For to real, you real and when you come out of it and you can share in a powerful victorious peaceful loving joy-filled way people are amazed by that and they're gravitated towards it and they want to know more. They honestly want to know more about you or they talk about, you know, I heard this crazy story, this person, but they actually had the nerve or they actually said they forgive that person for that. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. But they know, yeah. they know if people, people are not going to say that they forgive somebody or that they are walking in forgiveness in a joyful way and not having any resentment in their heart, knowing that it comes from a place of love. People can tell. Yeah. People can tell. You know what? I forgive my primary school teachers for making a room full of Caribbean kids in the middle of Birmingham oh sing Bar Bar Black Sheep. I'm just, I'm realizing this now. It's all coming out. It's coming oh to me. Goodness. That's trauma. That's childhood trauma. Bar Bar Black Sheep. Have you, have any, you wool? any wool? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Three bags full. Chinese whispers. Ring around a rosy. I'm just, just going through my head. There's a lot what of forgiving. What about that liar, that liar one? Nah, uh, liar, liar, pants, pants on fire. Hanging from about? a telephone wire. What? <laughs> Yeah, we weren't saying that nonsense. That's morbid. You need I mean, to forgive some of your teachers. I don't think that was teachers. I think that was just I think I was just kids. Uh, oh my gosh! But you know, a good thing. I was listening to a podcast the other day, a Dallas Shuttlesworth podcast. Shout out to a Dallas Shuttlesworth. I love her and Magalis and the twin sisters. They're amazing. She's an evangelist. Dallas is an evangelist. Anyway, they were talking about forgiveness on a podcast that was a couple months ago. And they were talking about using the Lord's Prayer, a portion of the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13. In the Amplified, it says in the forgiveness aspect, and forgive us our debts as we have forgiven our debtors, letting go of both the wrong and the resentment. And one thing that they said that was great for them to do and that they suggested and they talked about the people doing this as a reminder was to sub the person that you need to forgive in place of the debtors. So I'm praying, I'm praying, thank you, Lord, that you forgive me of my debts as I forgive David's. 
as I forgive David's. Mm -hmm. It makes sure that you remember what God's forgiveness looks like in the eyes of you, of of what you've done. When you knowingly, you've done stuff pre-Christ, you've done stuff while you're in him and you know him and you've needed his his forgiveness. It could be a small little white lie. It could be something a lot bigger than that, but you know that you need the Lord's forgiveness. And it kind of brings a focus back on, okay, I'm not perfect. The Lord needs to forgive me every single day. Like I need forgiveness every single day. So it takes it off the fact of how you feel about somebody and puts it on the fact of, wow, God, you forgave even my sins. God, you forgive even my sins, small, big, minute, huge, large, trigupal, condescending, ridiculously big. That's a made up word, but I don't care. Uh, I wish you could see me. I'm dancing in my chair right now (laughs) as I'm like (laughs) making this big old hand movements. But yeah, and all of a sudden our debts come to mind. Our debts come to mind, what we've done towards God, because honestly, we sin towards God. We don't sin towards anybody else, but towards God. We hurt people, but the sin and the wrong has been done towards God. So I love that suggestion of when you know you need to forgive, just pray the Lord's Prayer in Matthew chapter 6, verse 9 to 13, but sub the people's names that you know you need to forgive. And it just, it just corrects it. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep going on the track, on the track of Bible verses that share forgiveness. Uh, Proverbs chapter 19, verse 11. In the message version, it says, smart people know how to hold their tongue. Their grander splendor is to forgive and forget. That's awesome. Proverbs 25, verses 21 and 22. If your enemies are hungry, give them food to eat. If they are thirsty, give them water to drink. You will heap burning coals of shame on their heads (laughs) (laughs) and the Lord will reward you. I love that because if you know somebody do wrong to you and you do right to them, they know it. They feel it. They feel, I mean, unless they're like flat out wicked, they feel that they're being wrong to you and you're being good to them. I love it too. I find that verse hilarious. It starts off so noble. If If your enemies are hungry, give them food to eat. If they're thirsty, give them water to drink. You will heap burning coals of shame <laughs> on the head. Hey, but it's Solomon true. was correct. It's he was a true. wise man and it's true. Yeah. It's, it's true. It really is true. Matthew 5 verse 7 says, God blesses those who are merciful, but they will be shown mercy. Great. Matthew 18 verses 21 to 22. Then Peter came to him and asked, Lord, how often should I forgive someone? who sins against me. Seven times? No, not seven times, Jesus replied, but 70 times seven. How many times? How many times? That's the title of our podcast today. Forgive how many times? You got it. How How many many times? times? That's a great question. And that brings us on to our third segment, David's Devo. David's Devo. Holding down the bass, I got you. <laughs> David's Devo. Today I want to just, again, tying a bow in what we've been discussing, we want to talk about there is one who forgave. Jesus tells us in Mark chapter 11, when we're praying, first forgive anyone we're holding a grudge against so that our Father in heaven will forgive our sins too. In Ephesians, Paul writes in chapter 4, verse 32, Be kind and helpful to one another, tender-hearted, compassionate, understanding, forgiving one another readily and freely, just as God in Christ also forgave you. God has forgiven us in Christ. We have sinned. 
we have fallen short. There is not one who hasn't fallen short of the grace of God. There's not one who's righteous in and off our own work and off our own doing. We've all fallen. It started with the first man, our father in the natural, our forebear, Adam. He sinned. He messed up. Eve, she sinned. She messed up. And their children have been sinning and messing up ever since. But a child came. In Isaiah chapter 9, it talks about a son is given, a promised savior will come, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he'll be known as Prince of Peace, Everlasting Father. That child was revealed as Emmanuel, God with us. His parents named him Jesus. He grew up sinless. He worked. He did great wonders and miracles. He ministered sinless. He went to the sinful and he made them sinless. He healed. He touched. He restored. He renewed. He cast out demons and he died a sinless, faultless man. He died in our place. There is one who forgave. At the cross, we see perfect justice. We see what we deserve given to another. We see mercy. At the cross, we see grace. We see what we don't deserve given unto us. We see that grace of forgiveness. We have been forgiven. We have been washed of our sin. Our sin has been thrown into the sea of forgetfulness as far as the east is from the west. Maybe you're listening today and you've not experienced this forgiveness. You've not received it. We want to invite you to do just that. Amen. And I just want to reiterate and make sure that all of our listeners know how important it is to forgive, to forgive, because as crazy as it sounds, just as the word in Mark eleven twenty five that David read earlier, but when you are praying, first forgive anyone you are holding a grudge against so that your father in heaven will forgive your sins too. It sounds crazy, but if we don't forgive, we can miss heaven. Like it's that serious. Like having unforgiveness in our heart is detrimental. I said it before and I will say it again. Unforgiveness towards anybody about anything. I don't care how hard it may feel physically or emotionally. We have got to forgive because you do not want that to be the reason why you miss heaven because you go into the presence of God with unforgiveness, knowing that you want God to forgive you. You desire for him to forgive you. I'm going to lead you in this prayer so that you know that you are forgiven, but I want to make sure that you know how important it is to go on your knees to a ask the Lord to give you strength to forgive others. And knowing that as you come to him, even on today, you come to him and in a heart that is pure, wanting to be forgiven and wanting to forgive others and knowing that you, you will be forgiven. I just want to make that clear, but yeah, let me lead you through this prayer. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Yeah. I get a little um, passionate. Yeah. You're a little passionate because it's so important. And I just think it's something that people just forget about because it's kind of like, oh, like whatever, I'm irritated with the person or whatever. I'm feel this kind of way, feel that kind of way. But no, we have got to forgive. And yeah. So let me lead all of my people that desire to experience forgiveness, true forgiveness from your father in heaven as you pray this prayer with me today. Father, it is written in your word that if I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in my heart that you have raised him from the dead, I shall be saved. Therefore, Father, I confess that Jesus is my Lord. I make him Lord of my life right now. I believe in my heart that you raised Jesus from the dead. I renounce my past life with Satan and sin, and I close the door to any of its devices. 
I thank you for forgiving me of my sin. Jesus is my Lord and I am a new creation. Old things have passed away. Now all things become new in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 And Father, we pray for anyone out there, any of our listeners today, who may be experiencing unforgiveness. Father, who may be holding on to bitterness because they've been hurt. God, I pray for healing. We pray for restoration. We pray that you are Jehovah Rapha. That's one of your names. That's your identity. You're the God who heals. Yeah. Would you heal broken hearts? Would you heal wounded people, Father? Would you heal people from childhood trauma? Would you heal people from, oh God, relationships that have gone bad and, yeah. and dreams that have been unrealized and unfulfilled and just letdowns, Father? Would you give the grace to forgive? God, would you forgive them? And Lord, would you help those help by your Holy Spirit to have the grace to forgive themselves, Lord, so that they will not be held up in paralysis, held up in stagnancy because yeah. they're just heaping judgment on themselves, Father. Give us the grace to forgive others, the grace to forgive ourselves. And we thank you for your forgiveness today. In Jesus' name. Jesus' we, name. We just want to give a big shout out and a big thank you to the 220 building, Saskatoon's finest co-working space in the heart of the Riversdale area on 20th Street. A big thank you to We Edit Podcasts, one of the finest podcast editing companies. They take your idea from zero to a hundred. Absolutely amazing. Guys, you want to say thank you for listening. Join us for next episode. And remember to get Hutch Reverse. Join us for our honest, uplifting talks that change hearts. We love you. We're praying for you. Until next time. Love you.